All right. Good afternoon, Album Digest listeners. This is Phoebe Goodwin, and welcome back to another episode of Album Digest, a show where we unpack albums song by song in hopes of learning more about artists and their music. And today, I am not alone in the studio. I have a very, very, very special guest here with me today, Miss Abby Lee Dawes. Let's have a round of applause. Hey, Phoebe. Welcome, Abby Lee. How are you? I'm great. I'm so honored to be here. (laughs) Well, we're so glad to have you. It's really my honor. It's really my pleasure. Um, So... Before we get into anything technical about this week of Album Digest, I really just want to get to know you, figure out a little bit (laughs) about yourself and your music taste. So please take the floor, tell us a little bit about yourself. So when it comes to me and my music taste, I really, I really like a little bit of everything, Mm -hmm. but... Mm-hmm. I would say that all of my music boils down to does it tell a good story? Mm. I love, I love the way songs like the sound, but more important to me is the lyrics and what it's saying, because that's what I'm really listening for. So anything that tells a story no, doesn't matter the genre. Mm. Anything. I'm love that it. she's an open queen. She's an open queen. So uh, the artist we're going over today is actually an artist you introduced to me. Yeah. Probably what was it a year ago? Probably a year ago. Yeah. Probably a year ago. Um, and so let's let's let the listeners know what we're doing today. Okay. So let's say it on the count of three. One, two, three. Dijon. Like the mustard. <laughs> like the mustard. Dijon Like the Mustard is our artist this week, and we're going to be going over one of his first albums, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So give me a little bit of a taste of what you thought of this album. So I first discovered... Dijon with one of his singles that was on my Discover Weekly and I immediately liked it because it grabbed my attention it was super different and absolutely is the only word to really describe it I guess is unhinged (laughs) would you agree Phoebe? I don't think I could have said it better myself (laughs) but but that's why I like it. Mm. So it's it's unhinged. He's a little bit of everything. He's R and B, Americana, country, jazzy. Mm. Mm-hmm. He really he really touches everything, and mm. it's a it's an album of strong emotion and yes. rawness. And he's chaotic, and he has a super raspy voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and the notes don't always fit perfectly, but they work. And I think it's him emphasizing the story that he's telling and so absolutely is an album that covers a relationship and the notes are messy and the sounds are again unhinged but I think that that's what he's trying to say because Mm -hmm. a relationship can be lovely and messy and unexplainable um and I don't know I was just it grabbed me because it's so creative it's distinct um and he reminds me of like Frank Ocean, mm. uh, Tower of the Creator, mm-hmm. Mac Miller, mm-hmm. but yeah. I love it. Um, yeah, so I think this song is, or this album really in its entirety is so interesting because like you are saying, it really is un- unhinged. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really follow the patterns of other classical albums and a lot of the songs don't follow that same structure and so I think that's why I was really interested to listen to this album it feels like abstract art it does like Jackson Pollock it does so I feel like that's kind of the equivalent um of course that's painting and this is music but (laughs) I noticed a lot of rogue instruments and a lot of it seemed like he used a lot of voice memos yeah. Or just other sounds that he pulled from, like, birthday parties or at the restaurant and all of these things, which I think makes it sound very casual. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very interesting the way he uses regular scenarios and sounds from that to add into his music, which I thought was interesting. But I think, like, you, you said it perfectly. I mean, relationships are messy, but they're also beautiful, and they are you know, like this art, it's art is art and art is beautiful, but it can be messy and confusing and hard to grasp. 
Um, and it felt it it felt kind of angsty at times. It does. That, that we'll kind of get into, but it's very angsty. It's very, <laughs> boy, yeah. <laughs> but I think it's it has this really raw feeling that's so vulnerable that a lot of artists really don't have the um, confidence to do. No. And so he's bold. For he's sure. bold. He's an innovator. He's an innovator. He's bold. He is different. And so I am going to warn you, mom, I'm talking to you. I don't know if you're going to love Dijon, but just take it for what it is. Try and find the beauty. Okay. In the kind of chaos. Okay. Yeah, so that's what we're going to That's kind of, even in the chaos, there can be beauty, mom. Okay. So we're starting with my favorite song, actually, on the whole album, okay. Scratching. Mm. Um, strong one. Strong it's, a, it's a really strong start. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. What do I... I think, I think this is a good song to introduce who Dijon is to the listeners. Would you agree? I would agree. Yeah. So I think he has, you know, you talked about he has this kind of jazzy, soulful voice. Mm-hmm. That's raspy, though. It's raspy. So it Very adds raspy. just this earthiness and this... The angst. The angst. It's there. And he uses a lot of harmonies. He does. And vocal layering. It's like a lot of looping. Looping. Lots of looping. Lots of looping. Mm-hmm. We watched that video of we him did. in his and I honestly, living room. I prefer to listen to him on the videos. Mm. Because you see the you see what he's you doing. You see how creative he is and it makes you appreciate it more. Right. Yeah. So if you can, look up Dijon and watch his videos. Um because he is a really pretty s- simple guy when it comes to instruments. Mm-hmm. He's not using violins and uh, all these different drums and guitars. It's really pretty simple. And that's shown especially in this song, Scratching. And I think towards the end of the song, the drums come in and it creates, I think the fa- my favorite part of the song is the end of the song when he kind of creates this like emotional feeling. Mm-hmm. And then like right after he creates that feeling, it ends. Mm-hmm. Which made me really sad because I wanted more of whatever that was. And I was upset that he didn't do that for the whole song. But I guess whatever. But I wasn't exactly sure what this song meant. I was looking at the lyrics. He's kind of ambiguous he is. with his lyrics when it comes to figuring out a story, which I feel like I'm really analyzing, like mm-hmm. annotating every word he writes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it, it's kind of talking about the ups and downs of friendships. And how there are times like when you laugh and cry, but also when you lie and hurt each other. Or just relationships in general. And it talks a lot about this idea of shadows stretching and scratching at you. And I'm not sure what that means, but I was thinking maybe it's just this idea of you can't ever escape how things are always changing. Mm -hmm. You know, and the sun comes and the shadows grow and fall and it just is this endless cycle. Um, I thought about like old memories mm, too. Like maybe you're always thinking about or that's what I thought when I heard it. Maybe he's thinking about his past. And mm. I don't know. Oh, I love that. Well, and he talks so much about the past in this album mm-hmm. of just reminiscing. And so I think that's a, I think that's a great observation. I'm so glad you're here. I'm so excited. <laughs> well, let's, for having me. Hey, you know what? Let's just go ahead and uh, get into it. And we'll listen to track number one, Scratching. There's a pine on fire. When your eyes get wide, excited by the violence it inspires There's a spark in the way Would you end up stuck? Would you end up tired? You say, oh man, well, you can't out can't be undone Shadows jumping like puppets and laughing at you The times I lied There were times when you were clapping and laughing There were honest times too There were times you cried so I said, extend your giving hands, Joanna, and I'll cry with you. But I know, I know that I cannot change it. I 
can't be undone Shadows stretching and scratching at your heels when you run So we had a quick start. I mean, that was a quick start to uh, to this this episode. So now we'll get into um, the second song, which is Many Times. And the last song was very simple, and it felt kind of mm, acoustic almost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get ready. Now, this song, this song, I, I'm going to be kind when I say that it uh, it demonstrates his pop side. It's unhinged. <laughs> we'll just call it like it is. In a good way. It is unhinged. It's a creative it burst. It's very creative. It's very creative. And it has this quick drum and synth keyboard beat that just loops. And then what I love about songs that kind of have a loop is when they add different things to it so it doesn't get boring. And, I mean, you never get bored when you're listening to this you, song. You never get bored. Never. And when he comes in and sings, it almost feels like rap. Almost. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Just because of the beat. And it opens up with a lot of, I mean, there are cymbals. There's vocal layering. There's some electric guitar. And I thought it this song did sound chaotic. Um, and it's kind of scattered. Mm-hmm. Which I think... I mean, how how many times is life just chaotic and scattered? He's telling a story. He's telling a story. Storyteller. He's telling a story. And he's kind of talking about the many times this person has hurt him or let him down. Yes. And so I think when you have a friend that isn't, like, persistent and doesn't follow through, it can feel like that, where you're just, like, grasping on to everything around you just to get something nailed down. And I think... You know, especially when you're dating someone and you're let down constantly, a lot of pain and hurt Mm -hmm. can come into that and a lot of confusion. And I think this song does a good job of that. And it kind of goes into this idea of this girl that has left him confused is now kind of coming back for him. Mm -hmm. It's a frustration song. And it's a frustration song of like, you've let me down this many times. This isn't a conversation I want to entertain. But then there could still be this lingering feeling of, but the chaos is so fun, you know? Yeah. And so in this song, he does a really interesting job of uh, narrating this scene of someone wanting to get back, even though it might have been toxic. May have been toxic. But he created art out of it, by golly. He did it. (laughs) Okay, let's listen to Many Times. There you go again, head low, putting on a show It's the holidays, how come it always ends this way? You can't take that pressure off you just to put it on me Talking to your friends on the phone, airing our dirty laundry Strawberry, raspberry, candlelight, satellite, television, x-ray vision What's it gonna take for you to listen? Well, you can change your mind now, but you can't change your decision You can change your mind now, but you can't change your decision Cause I Many times you hurt me so much Many times you hurt me so much There you go again, putting on your own rodeo again Yeah, you pushed me out just to flash that smile and last no year Well, I've been here a thousand times, I don't wanna go again I've been here a thousand times, one thousand and one won't be so bad Well, strawberry, raspberry, candlelight, satellite, television, x-ray vision All oh, what's it gonna take for you to listen? You can change your mind
Alrighty, we're back. We are back, and you got your toe dipped in the water of unhingedness. Dijon, Dijon, Dijon. So now we're going to go into a bit more of an emotional song. Track. Yes. Track. It's probably the better term to use. So, Annie, what did she do to Dijon? He's broken hearted. What on earth? could a woman have done to a man to make him write a song like this i mean it hurts it does hurt you listen to it and it hurts it's it's very it felt very soulful and it felt like it was coming from literally the veins in his heart yeah it's raw it's raw and he has that raspy voice there's some drums bass and that saxophone that comes Mm. in it is jazzy that seals it that sells the deal. Mm-hmm. And there are these vocal layerings that come in. But this time it sounds like a lot of different people, not just his voice. And it makes it sound like a you know, community of people are singing about this girl, Annie, and what she did. And it strips down at the end and then opens back up. And so it's kind of this ebb and flow of the song where, you know, it cuts back and then it opens up and then cuts back. And... There are so many voices singing at some points along with the tambourine that it can feel a little rogue, mm-hmm. a little unhinged, but hey, what what can we expect from Dijon? He's upset. He's upset. His heart is broken. And he, I mean, he he's on his hands and knees. He, yeah. He's begging for Annie to come back. Um, and she, you know, he wants her, but also understands that he might not be what's best for her. And so it's this hard, you know, dilemma of what do I do? He's having a battle. He's having an an internal battle. It's an internal struggle that he has written down um, onto the song. Yes. So here is Annie. is up next and boy does this song make the album turn 90 degrees yes so we open up this song with a country twang of a guitar and i didn't think i was listening to the right album when i first listened to it um but i think that this is just fun because i think he i don't think he takes himself very seriously no and i think he allows himself just to have fun Mm-hmm. And to create art that expresses emotions that maybe only he can feel. Yeah. I and think, I think he's a jack of all trades in the mm. music world. I think he just does what he wants and he's creative. And mm. Yeah, he has fun. He, he has a lot of fun. And this song kind of starts off slow and then takes a R&B twist. 
with just all of yeah he just does so many different things in one song that it could almost be like a whole album in itself just one song we could spend an episode breaking down one song um and this song really gave me a nostalgic feel to it Mm -hmm. because it's talking about this idea of noah's highlight reel and this could be talking about all the times they had together as friends or whoever noah may be just these parts of his life that they're looking back on and whenever you do that I mean it's hard not to feel nostalgic Mm -hmm. and so I think it's cool to hear um you know intimate fun song it's an intimate fun song it really is and I think he he goes back to this relationship and is wondering you know if this girl still loves him and if he has a if if he has a chance with her and he seems to be really reminiscing of all the times they had together and you know this song could be from someone else's perspective We don't know. We don't know. And sometimes we don't get to know. (laughs) And this song really has, I think something that adds to that nostalgic feel is the way he uses those extra clips from different scenarios. Mm -hmm. And so there's lots of um, situational noises. So like restaurant and and people talking and that just kind of creates this very casual feel. Uh, and it, it kind of, it kind of makes you long for what once was. And towards the end, it really kind of just turns to him singing, almost like crying out, wailing, wailing. That's definitely the word. And then it just like fades out and you wonder if he's okay. And that will not be the first, last time this, this happens. So it's interesting to see how he does repeat things throughout the album.
next up, we have what Abby Lee has pegged as the crowd favorite. The crowd favorite, by golly. And if Abby Lee says it's the crowd favorite, it's going to be the crowd favorite. So Goodwin fam and whoever else is listening, <laughs> tune in. Listen up. From whatever you're doing, driving, walking, cooking, cleaning, running, just listen to this song, okay? It is going to be good. And this song feels like the most basic yeah. song structure song it's not basic no but it follows more of a structure it's poppy it's, it's flirty. poppy it's it's flirty i love this song i think this is the song you showed me yeah it's a crowd favorite yeah it's a crowd i had to, I had to show you a strong one you to had get to you show up. you got it you had to dip my toe in okay <laughs> and so this is definitely a uh, palatable Dijon song okay and so I think this this song is really fun because it's just catchy that it's just it's just good and I love and I just enjoy the structure in the middle of kind of a chaotic Mm -hmm. album and it's still telling a story but it's still telling a story it's still showing emotion it's still asking these questions Mm -hmm. um and I think it it really highlights his voice the best it does I think his voice sounds the best in the song voice very strong very strong voice. And it's about this couple who's revisiting their glory days. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of thinking out loud. Maybe they ran into each other out at a bar or a restaurant or just around town. And he's wondering, do you still think about me? Do you still take a long time to get ready? Do you still do this? Do you still do that? Well, now I do this. This is different from when I saw you. But after all of the things that have changed, that dress still looks good. Whew. That dress still looks it's flirty. Good. It's a flirty song. It's a flirty song. And it, it, it's kind of raising this question of like, could we work again? Mm. Were the reasons why we ended things really that bad? And so I think this song is just kind of fun. It's exciting. It is, it's flirty. It, and it just has this really nice structure to it. Do you still take a long time to get ready? You used to make too much out of that kind of stuff And you turn your head around and it kills Cause the dress looks nice on you still And it always will I wait a long time just to see I'm happy to be catching up No, we don't have to patch things up Just turn the lights down Cause the dress looks nice on you still And it always goes on She go out and dance like we used to dance We should go out in old hands Lovers old hands and I can't tell you who's gonna last Maybe that's a question to answer I don't
Rodden Wilson is up next, and this song is dark. It's a dramatic turn from the dress. I would say it's an, an 180. Yep. <laughs> this king, he does whatever he wants. He does not care. You can't box him in. You, you really cannot, can't. You can't. You can't. And he just love. I think he loves noise. So mm. he just uses all sorts of noise. And it doesn't feel so much like instrumental as it feels noisy, mm-hmm. which isn't a bad thing. I think that's just an observation I've heard after listening through this album again. And in this song, the noise that the song is is kind of dark mm-hmm. and dramatic and it's all pretty low and it's very slow and kind of continuing this trend of simplicity there's not a whole lot going on regarding you know the instruments but it it feels just has this feeling he's mm-hmm. very good at evoking a feeling in the listener he's creating he the whole album creates friction because I think he's trying to prove his point. But it is slightly hard to listen to and follow until you appreciate his friction. <laughs> Are you appreciating, Phoebe? You know, I couldn't live without friction. I'm convinced. I mean, you know, we've all been ice skating. There ain't no friction there. And that is... That is not my rodeo, okay? So I love friction, and I'm learning to appreciate it, but it is it is uncomfortable almost. It is, but a bit. that's how art should make you feel. If art is comfortable, it's not it's art. It's moving, yeah. And so in this song, he's talking, it's, it's a little confusing because he's talking about two different people, Jimmy and Helen, and the way he views them. And he kind of splits up the two narratives of the people with this verse talking about, I wonder what God thinks about these people and kind of processing, you know, these thoughts he has that might not be very pretty about these people. And then wondering, you know, what, what would God have to say about, of, about these people? And so I think it's a really interesting uh, w- way to write a song and an interesting thing to write a song about. Um, and I think it, it's just an interesting song. So let's, let's go ahead and listen to it. Talk Down up next. Talk Down, I felt like had a 90s R&B hip-hop vibe to it. Yes. Like the movie Jump In. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch it? It kind of mm-hmm. gave me that vibe. Or like That's a good analogy. Nick at Night. Yeah. I don't know. It kind of like those yeah. reruns of old shows. It felt like that. 
And it has that loop. And we were talking about this earlier. It feels very, very simple. Mm-hmm. And also um, flirty. Mm-hmm. That's the word I was it looking for. It feels like the dress in a way. It does. It has that pop, upbeat feel to it. When times were good in the mm. relationship. Mm. He's reminiscing again. He's reminiscing again, but this time it's not sad. It's not. It's kind of appreciating what he did have. Yeah. And appreciating the good, the good parts. And so he has um, that kind of upbeat pop beat to it that's kind of 90s hip-hop and then some guitar comes in and a couple of harmonies of course hello any surprise there (laughs) he loves some harmonies who doesn't okay and it it pretty much stays the same throughout the song and he goes through all these different scenarios that have happened in this relationship and how he loves when she talks down (laughs) so he's got a little he's a flirt he's got some tricks up his sleeves and he loves it so much that he wrote a song about it that we're about to listen to. to prepare yourself mentally emotionally physically maybe take a seat yeah maybe put some Buckle comfy up. clothes on maybe take a shower <laughs> this song how do, how do you how do you describe a song like radio con we think that he might have had a special guest on this song sing a little bit of it yeah i don't there's definitely other voices but it's a it's not just his voice it's not a looping situation it's not a looping situation which he is king of yes king of improv and looping so he has a bluesy overall feel to it with the instruments but then this i think is the first time maybe this was the first time i really noticed his auto tune yes like it really stood out to me that he was using auto tune maybe because it it's a strong contrast to the classic feel of the instruments Mm -hmm. but it keeps it interesting and adds kind of a modern twist and I thought it was interesting in this song the bass really does hold the melody of the song 
And there's a bit of a small guitar presence, but I mean, hello, unhinged. This is. Yeah. This is literally. This takes the cake. This takes. You took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, <laughs> this takes the freaking cake. And to add to it, this song physically moves his core that he begins wailing. Wailing. I mean, at first there are tears. You hear him crying, and then it turns into, like, this sobbing, wailing, I'm on my knees in my bathroom floor, sitting in a puddle of my own Heaving. tears. Heaving. And then he goes back and starts singing again. And then these voices come in and there's clapping. So it's very interesting. But it's a I, roller coaster. It's a roller coaster. <clears throat> but the lyrics. Oh, Lord. Scratch my sunburn. I just scratched my sunburn face. <laughs> Sorry. Um, the lyrics of this song were so interesting because it talks about how He's a rodeo clown, and he just does what the people want. Yes. You know, and so when he, they want him to have a smile on his face, he gets off the bathroom floor, wipes off his tears, and he puts mm-hmm. a smile on his face. Mm-hmm. And so I think it has this element of I feel so broken, but I can't be. Yeah. And that is an awful feeling. And so I think that translates really well into this song and what he's doing in the song. And I think – the rodeo could just describe going through life after a heartbreak or after a major loss and having to pretend like everything's Everything's, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's a beautiful day outside and I hate to be a downer by playing such a emotional song, but let's kind of jump into it. Let's jump into the, the heart and the mind of Dijon for a second. Well, I can't lie, I couldn't wait But it's half past eight and you're late again Well, I got those aisles on the base And I spent two or three hours beating my face So why could you explain? Well, I can't lie, I'm fed up I'm like being stood up in a The rodeo, I put my face on his smile. 
and you ride good, and the crowd go wild, claps for you. I clap too, I'm your biggest fan, clap for you. I'm your biggest fan, at the rodeo I put my face on and smile. And I get scared watching you, and the crowd gets wild. Run to you. I run to you, I run to you, I run to you. I love you, I love you, I. Okay, alright, so we're gonna be listening to the last track of the album, End of Record. What a creative, what a creative song name. Thank you, Dijon. So this song has the sound of the restaurant in the background, and there's a simple guitar playing, the melody of the song along with the different voices singing together. So it's very stripped down. Like every note that the guitar plays, the, the, the voices also sing. And it almost kind of sounds like they're drunk in the way they're singing. They're kind of slurring and kind of messy and sloppy with the way they're singing, which I think adds this kind of raw realness of how, you know, Breakups don't end with a little bow tied, and he doesn't do that on this song. And, you know, there's some clapping comes in and all of these different voices. And he's dealing with this very difficult idea of the fact that the person he hurt is now being healed by someone else. And now the other person who healed her is able to experience the love that he lost. And this is probably one of the toughest realities, and it feels like in this song he's coming to terms with it. And he's realizing, my actions had consequences, and now I have to live with the fact that someone else gets to experience her love. And, you know, this song really dives into this idea of you can only truly love someone when you lose them. But I think this song is a very interesting way to end the album. Let me turn it up. I'm sorry, but I have to do that. I'm sorry, but I have to do that. I know that you've been ill by somebody Yeah. 
gotten some feedback from the fans out there and what are they saying Emily um you know what all truth all truth it is a chaotic ride especially the last song um we did we did warn you of the roller coaster ride you were mm-hmm. about to ride on mm-hmm. um but I mean he's just he's an abstract He's an abstract art. artist. He's an artist. He is. And so to all of the fans out there who are feeling a little bit skeptical of Dijon, the good news is you don't ever have to listen to him again. That's right. And and the good, the also the good, we have double good news. You were able to learn more about music after this week's mm. episode. Enlightened. And so I think from this album, we can really take away that you have creative liberty. You can do whatever you want and you slap that title of song or album or painting or meal, whatever, what have you, you know, you can be an artist in whatever way you want. And so I just want to shout out Abby Lee for (laughs) being on this album digest, really making this week's episode. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm so glad I got to be here with you, Phoebe. I truly could not have done it without you. I could not have gone through that that masterpiece of unhinged music without you. Um, and so thanks so much for coming on this show and we'll definitely be seeing you again sometime soon. Can't wait. All right. Well guys, we will catch you next week for another episode of album digest.